This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. I'm your host, Gianna. And special thank you to our sponsors, Spear Rocket VA. Seriously, with the amount of podcasts I do... And how busy my calendar is every day, cranking out six to eight of these a day. It would not be possible without my virtual assistants. And today we get to talk to Dayton. Welcome to the Icon Podcast. Thank you very much. I love that commercial. That was great. Actually, and Andrew Franklin and his father, Jimmy Franklin, are the ones that, that attracted me to EXP three years ago. That's awesome. Makes I think, sense. I think the world of those guys. They're incredible. They really are. And Dayton, I would love to talk about them uh, just a little more here in a few. But first, let's get to know you. You know, who is Dayton? How did you get into real estate? Where are you from? And what market are you in now? Well, the, the, the quick story is I grew up in San Antonio. I uh, went to uh, Texas A&M University. And then I flunked out after about 18 months because I never cracked a book in high school. <laughs> too much fun and too much freedom and Four ninety nine a cake, uh, long store, long necks, and that was the end of that. So I mm -hmm. came home with my tail between my legs, uh, and I was talking to my high school golf coach. I'm like, man, what am I going to do? And he said, go talk to my wife, Yvonne. She runs a real estate office. And mm -hmm. I said, okay. So I thought Yvonne was always nice to me. So I went and talked to her. And she said, oh, Dayton, you'll love real estate. And I said, really? She goes, oh, you'll be good at it. And I said, really? She said, yeah, sign here. So she shoved some papers in front of me, and that was January of 1982. So I went back to my grandfather's house where I was, where I, where I'd lived or where I grew up and pulled a sport coat out of the closet and figured out how to tie a tie. And that was again, January of 82. The first house I sold was Super Bowl Sunday, 1982. And I've been at it ever since. And I starved for the first six or eight years. Interest rates were 16%. People are, people are, are choking right now at five and a half or 6%. When I first started selling houses, we were doing five, three, one buy downs and negative AM deals and all kinds of razzle dazzle stuff to get things closed and non-qualifying assumptions back then and, and some other things. But it was a it was a tough market. And none of my friends had real jobs or were making any money. Uh, I had this baby face. So I was always trying to struggle to sell houses to people that were 10 or 15 years older than me. Yeah. But people were nice to me when I was a nobody. And I sponged up every seminar I could. I was a Zig Ziglar guy and a Tommy Hopkins guy. So I just listened to all that stuff, role played, listened to scripts and dialogues and things started happening in San Antonio. I got a little bit smarter, figured it out a little bit. The economy got a lot better in San Antonio. Things started picking up and we had a great run. We've landed a huge grocery store, moved here from Corpus Christi. And then we, uh, we snagged Southwestern Bell from St. Louis and that was a huge pop for San Antonio. And our economy just exploded up until 9-11, fell back, took off again until the meltdown, September of 08. The music mm -hmm. stopped and there wasn't a chair anywhere. And we did short sales and lived on Equator for a few years just to survive. And then the uh, market took off again. And we've just been on a heck of a run until we hit the supply chain issues and all the other things that were 
experience. You might have COVID. We survived. We had our second best year ever the first year of COVID. And and so had enough momentum. Uh, and it's been it's been a great run. That's incredible. So, you know, like you touched on it just minutes ago, but how did you come across EXP? How did you get introduced to those guys? And what were your thoughts? How did that whole transition go for you? I'd been with Remax for 37 years and I thought I was going to do 40 years with Remax and ride off into the sunset. And Jimmy Franklin, who I've been friends with, he was always number one, two, three in the state. And I was always kind of number four, five, six. So I was always standing in line behind him at the award ceremonies. And he and I got along. He was very nice to me, very helpful to me with builders and some other things. He's been a really good mentor and friend. And, uh, and he, he was retired. He's done really, really well. So he's kind of retiring, letting his son and his daughter take over their practice. And Andrew didn't have all the emotional baggage that Jimmy and I did. Jimmy was 35 years with Remax. I was 37. Andrew came in and took a look at it and said, this is stupid. We're going to EXP. So they jumped really fast. And I drug my feet for about six months. And yeah. then I followed. And that was three years ago. And it's just been phenomenal. I mean, I love the model. There's a lot less friction operationally. It's a lot more efficient. Uh, I'm saving 30 or 40 grand a year from what I was paying Remax. Uh, and anything else you wanted at Remax was a la carte. So it was always, there's always more on top of it. I can't believe how much content and how many people are available to help you, either salaried people or just volunteers. You get on Workplace, you have to throw a question up there. Man, there's a ton of answers. Our broker support has been phenomenal. And I love uh, not being the broker of record. So if somebody does make a mistake or wrap it around the axle, it's not my license on the line. And right. to be able to have revenue from other markets where I would never go open up a brick and mortar office is huge. And so that's been that's been fun, too. No, absolutely. And, you know, now that you're over here at EXP, you were introduced by some awesome people to EXP and you really admired them. Now you're over here, you're kicking butt at it. So that being said, you know, what has become your favorite part of EXP? Is it the stock options, the rev share, the collaboration? What has really stuck out to you that makes you say, I am never leaving this place? Well, I'm never leaving. Uh, I'm not doing great on attraction. Uh, Jimmy and Andrew mm -hmm. fuss at me all the time about that. I'm, uh, I, I, I'm not going to quit my day job. I, I right. really have done very, been very blessed, worked really hard on listings and selling houses. And so I do pretty well in that space. And we do 140, 150 million a year. Uh -huh. And one of the reasons I came to EXP was because I thought, well, if I do 4 million a year in fees and I take 5% of that every month, uh, or every year, that's 200000 a year. In five years, that'll be a million dollars. I thought I right. can stick to that discipline. That'll be a great savings plan. I can do that. And and I was so you're buying the shares. The first year I was here, I was buying them at 80 cents on the dollar. Uh, since then, it's been 90 cents on the dollar. But I was buying all this stock at $6 a share. I thought even if it doesn't move a dime, it'll still be worth ultimately a, a million dollars. I had no idea it would go to 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 on up and i sold uh probably more than i should but i wanted to pull some money off the table but i paid off my house put a ton of cash in the bank uh, i mean it's just been so what do i love the most the stock because it's been i mean it's just been an unbelievable soft pillow for me and my family it's created some great opportunities for us 
and put me in a position where I can do other things. It's amazing what you can do when you've got access to money and, mm -hmm. and, and leverage and things like that. So it's created that opportunity. Uh, I, I love the network. Uh, my wife and I also own a title company and we work really, really hard to take care of EXP agents here in San Antonio and support them because I know we're not going to get business from the other big brands because they're, that's just the way it's going to be. They're very partisan, just like I am. And so, but the, our, our scruffy little EXP agents are going to, are going to take care of our scruffy little title company. And I like that. I like that fight. Absolutely. I like that too. That's awesome. And you know, all the great things that keep you here at EXP, it's exciting to be involved with. It pays to be at EXP. Thinking exactly. about how much money you left on the table with other brokerages probably has to be sickening to you. Oh, I get I a little about it. When I when I get my icon check and get my my sixteen thousand dollars back in stock, mm -hmm. and I think that never I, I thought it was a pretty good ambassador for Remax. Maybe oh. not for all thirty seven years, but for the last twenty, I was I th I thought I was a pretty good ambassador, and I never got a cup of coffee for that, and so. It's nice to it's nice to feel like you're being rewarded. And I got plaques. I'm I'm, I'm good on plaques. Uh, Remax is always about the plaque. Yes, uh, they are. But, but they, and that, and that was the culture, and that was fine, and they took good care of me, and it was a great brand for a long, long time. I'm just so much happier now where I am, and um, uh, it's just been a game changer. That's incredible. That's a super cool story. I love that you're here now and you're kicking butt, and you seem to be enjoying it. And Dayton, with how busy you are and, you know, like you said, you and your wife own a title company and I'm sure you're building a little bit of a team and a downline and taking care of yourself and high production. So you got a lot of clients, lots going on. At the end of the day, how do you take care of Dayton? How do you make sure that you are not on full burnout mode all the time and you're chasing um, a little bit of a workout, not not a workout balance, a work life balance? Yeah. I understand. Well, uh, we're empty nesters, so we do get to travel. Uh, we're going to California next week, been to Florida a couple of times this year. I'm also in a coaching program called the core. So that's my side hustle is to be a coach and speaker for the core. So we just had that event in uh, Miami, Florida last week. Oh, awesome. And I've got a really good team. They take excellent care of me, make me look way better than I am. So I probably have 15 salaries. And then five other agents that work with me and and together we do about 500 sides a year. Our high water mark was 640. Uh, mm -hmm. and, but we hover in the and we're built for about 40 to 45 deals a month uh, operationally. And so I've got and it's like coming and talking to my friends every day. I mean, they're really nice people. I really like them. I take good care of them. They take really good care of me and they take really good care of our clients and love on them and and talk them in off the ledge and support them and nurture them and, and manage their fear and uh, keep all my promises that I make as a sales guy, make all kinds of promises and somebody's got to back that up. And so uh, they do that for me and in, in a great way. And, and, um, and so it's, it's been, I'm not, there's no burnout when you're having fun every day. Absolutely. Almost, I love almost that. Every day, almost every day, 95% of the time. <laughs> it's, 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 Fun versus burnout when you're having fun 95% of the time, right? Yeah, exactly. Burnout when you're enjoying what you're doing 95% of the time. And that's okay. And if you're enjoying it that much in that percentage, that other 5% is probably 
you know, dust to the wind. Sometimes that's the big call you got to make. That's where the big money is. Sometimes it's just, you got, I mean, you got to manage people and, and other parts of it, but all in all, it's, it's, uh, those are, these are good problems to have. Absolutely. And I love that for you, Dayton. And let's talk a little bit about this icon award in a little more detail, right? So you're in Georgia, San Antonio, yeah. Texas, San Antonio. Why did I think Georgia? I literally knew I'm sleeping. Right That's here. all right. <laughs> happy, happy Monday, but it's Tuesday and I'm a mess. I might've said y'all once or twice in there. That's <laughs> it's all about the South. I love the South here, right. but uh, man, I'm like, okay, South, he's Georgia. No, Texas. So you're in Texas, which is great. Um, so in your market, about how many houses do you have to sell to hit Icon? 25 or 30. Okay. Awesome. It, I, and I'm, I don't know all the rules, but we, we've got, we, we do a lot. So, so we get there pretty quick. Okay. Yeah. And, no, then, that's great. and then I got to make the cultural requirements and do the interview and the other stuff. And I do enjoy the mentoring. Yeah. That uh, was actually my next question is mentoring how you, how you do the cultural aspect. Yes. That's one of the ways. And then attending the conventions, Mm -hmm. which I think is a riot that you show up at a convention and they'll give you $2,000 for showing up at a convention. I think yeah, man, isn't that nice? this is a great business. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you other brokerages don't give people money for showing no. up. They probably have it's to pay you, huh? It's an appearance fee for a nobody. And so it's really <laughs> great. An appearance fee for a nobody. You're not a nobody, Dane. You're an icon <laughs> agent. <laughs> yeah. There's some, there's some serious players in that, in that space. No, no, I I realize I'll be at EXPCon and shareholders this year. I, I have my real estate license, but I'm not an active real estate agent. I just have one, uh, you know, for some credibility when talking to the icon agent. Right. So I kind of know what's going on. And I'm, as somebody that's not truly in the industry, I'm intimidated to be in that room. Because <laughs> there are some big players in there. I'm super excited they, about it. Because they just, they, there's people that hustle. It's amazing. It's really a pretty easy business. Anybody can stick a sign in the ground. Anybody can be an overpaid Uber driver showing houses. The hard part is doing it four or five times a month or 15 or 20 or 30 times a month and scaling it. And because we, we got good scale skills, but we don't have management skills and we don't have P&L skills and we don't have HR skill. That's, that's why you go to college for all that stuff. But if, to get really, really big, you got to figure that out or you got to lay that off on somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so, but doing it, being an icon is a, pretty good living and beats the daylights out of sitting in a cubicle somewhere uh, with two weeks vacation. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. A two weeks vacation. Uh, and that's a, that's a cool thing about being an agent, you know, being able to build your own schedule and um, set those boundaries and time block. And um, you know, obviously when you get to the level in the production of an icon agent, building your own teams and having people that, you know, like, and trust to hand off some leads to that you still right. benefit from. And that's the magic of EXP. It's incredible. Exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. And it's just a, it's a better environment to do that. Yeah. And, 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 um, and so it's been a blast. I haven't taken full advantage of all the suite of offerings, but we're, we're, we're figuring it out little by little. Absolutely. And, you know, um, while we're still on the icon award, I did want to ask you, what is your favorite part about it? You got to touch on some cool benefits. Like you said, going to EXP con and shareholders basically being paid to go there. Um, 
gosh, the stock options and the the proximity and power that you have of being an icon agent and being with some big players and the opportunity to be around them in some rooms. You know, what is really your favorite part about iconing, Jaden, and what makes you want to do it again and again and again? Well, I'm super competitive. So if you if you put something out in front of me, I'm going to go get it. And, and we hit icon again pretty quickly. So that's that's not a, a monster number uh, necessarily, but it is it is a source of pride. And I like the network and I, I appreciate being recognized. Uh, and it in, in, in a world of people, an industry that sells five or six houses a year, if you put up five times that or six times that, you're, you're better than the average bear. And mm -hmm. so it's nice to be in that room and know that secret handshake. And, and, and then the fact they turn around and reward you, not just at a boy, here's a plaque. Oh, by the way, you owe me $75 for the plaque, but here's your, here's your, uh, and I got a lot of those. I got, I still got a lot of those, but, uh, but here's your, um, a, a real, uh, uh, real reward. Mm -hmm. I love that. And like the tangibility behind that pretty glass trophy, it's not just another plaque. It's something it's, yeah. it stands for monetary value, stock options, yeah. um, things that are only going to get bigger and better and more exciting. And I love that. Right. So right. Dayton, I'm going to throw you in a little bit of a scenario here, right? Okay. So let's you're, you're in, big into the mentorship program. That's what you said. So right. say I'm with EXP, you and I are put together, you're my mentor and I come to you, we're talking goals and I'm so brand new. I have not even written an offer letter yet. Right. Okay. And I'm like, Dayton, I'm going to icon this year. I want to icon this year. That's what I want to do. <laughs> what kind of, I had somebody refer to it as a come to Jesus talk. Would you right. have with me? You know, what are some goals for that? What are, um, you know, some mistakes to avoid? Is that even possible for a first year? It is possible, but you got to be hitting on all cylinders. You got to be super intentional and super diligent. You've got to have a great database of locals that know you, like you, and trust you, have a vague notion of who you are. And, and then within that database, you've got some rock stars. So yeah. if you start with a 250-person database, and for most people, 10 names a day in one month, you could have a 250-person database. And they're all already in your phone. All you got to do is look them up on the tax rolls, find them on Facebook, find them on LinkedIn, stalk them and build in your database, whether it's top producer or, or KB core, or however you want to do it. And so rule number one, you got to get your 250 database. And then within that 250, there's a top 10%, probably 25 people that are the mavens and connectors and rock stars in your world. And they may not need you as a principal, but they're influential and they can put other people in your car. They put their arm around you and say, do what Gianna says. Don't argue with her. She's going to take great care of her. I trust her implicitly. That's mm -hmm. the, that's the raving fan advocacy that you're looking for. And okay. if you can build that stable, those people will send you a deal or two a year. And then every once in a while you hit a vein and you get five or six or 10, but, but, but bread and butter, if you can get a deal or two a year out of your top 25 VIPs, and then another two or three deals a month out of your database. That's an unbelievable amount of money for most people in most markets. Mm -hmm. So no, those are the two, the two things I would work on. And, and then you got to then you got to spend some extra time reading the contract, reading special provisions, highlighting the things you don't understand. Because passing the real estate exam is a joke, but they don't teach you how to make a living. 
So right. you've got to be able to explain what binding arbitration is, explain why they can't bring in their own subcontractors, explain what the option periods are and be able to handle those objections. And that just takes practice and repetition and role plays and, 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 and getting somebody uh, to, to, to answer questions for you and, but take a contract home and read it over the weekend, highlight the things you don't understand, listing agreement, all the addendums, all the things that are important in your marketplace, you really need to be uh, knowledgeable. And then your confidence goes up and your credibility goes up. But if you say, oh, geez, I don't know, I don't know, it's going to be really hard for somebody to look at you and say, how are you making $12,000 on this deal? And you don't have a clue what you're doing. And and and, and that's that's tough. It is. It is tough. And, you know, I like what you mentioned, like, you know, with the, the don't argue with or don't don't beat her. And I think that reminded me, you know, as an icon agent, the earning that title and how big EXP is sailing past 80,000 agents internationally, um, you know, having that icon title stamped on you is so easy for your colleagues across the world to be like, wow, hey, Dayton, I have somebody moving to Texas. Will you take care of them? Well, I haven't talked to you before in my life, but I trust you because you're an icon agent. You, sh you show up. And so and that's that's very gratifying. And we do get some of those. We have a ton of inbound reload of San Antonio military. And and so, uh, shameless plug, any, if uh, anybody is, is headed this way, we'd love to take great care of myself or one of my team. And I go on almost all the listing appointments. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, and that a few buyers, but not as many as I used to. That's not exactly the highest and best use of my time, but um, but I've got great, very conscientious uh, nails negotiators, uh, really good advocates for our clients, and they take great care of our our, our reloads and and other referrals. Absolutely. I love that. And good, great advice for a newbie trying to tackle the Icon Award. And Dayton, you know, uh, EXP was introduced to you uh, by some people that you loved and um, were admired and honored to work with. And at any point, though, were you skeptical of EXP? Were you kind of nervous to make that jump? Actually, uh, I had been approached probably two or three years prior to that and and looked at it and said man this is this is really pretty slick i like it but i'm too old i'm too lazy i'm setting my ways we're the number one team in the city if it ain't broke don't fix it mm -hmm. and and i met with those guys they were all in san antonio we had a private meeting i was worried someone's going to walk in or see me sitting there and all hell would break loose and and um and i thought man i really like it and, and what i did was i called a um the guy that was talking to me, who I deeply admire and respect, one of the smartest guys I know, and, but he's not a big producer, but he was just a super good guy. And I said, you know what? I'm going to pass, but I got somebody for you. And I got him introduced to a lady in Denver. I said, she's a firebrand. You're going to love her. She's amazing. She's perfect for EXP. So here I am getting her signed up under him. And then she goes and gets somebody else who gets somebody else. Well, he's making money on people three states away that he's never met. And I thought, well, that's kind of stupid. But you know, then three years later, when Jimmy and Andrew uh, made the move, I thought, man, I'll, I'll follow Andrew Franklin over a cliff. I mean, I trust that guy. They're super smart. They're dialed in. They don't have to do anything. And they are competitive and professional. And uh, we just click. And so uh, so the second time around, um uh, I thought, yeah, maybe this is a better deal. And I still struggled for a little while. I didn't just go immediately. So like I said, I drug my feet for about six months, but 
we made the move and I'll never look back. I'd follow those guys over a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And, um, you know, as somebody that was introduced to EXP, maybe you were a little skeptical at first and, you know, finally came around to it. You got to know these guys, you knew, liked and trust them. And you said, wow, if these big players are doing it, EXP is doing something right. And you're right. here and you're enjoying it. You're doing a good job. And for anybody that may be watching right now and they're thinking about making that jump, they're maybe a little skeptical. They've heard terrible things in the industry like, oh, they're a pyramid scheme, they're a cult, they're this, they're that. Um, as we wrap up today, you know, what would you leave those listeners with? Well, I, so that's a great point. And uh, that the knocks against EXP has been, you know, the stock was a joke. Well, it's not a joke. It's been phenomenal. And the fact mm -hmm. that you're getting it at 90 cents on the dollar is remarkable. And then they give you stock. You attract somebody, you get a peck on the cheek. They close a the deal, you get a peck on the cheek. They icon or cap, you get a peck on the cheek. And so that money just keeps coming in. And I'm now past that three-year vesting. So I'm starting to be able to pull some of that money in uh, to some other opportunities. And so, and the fact that the other knock against DXP is it's just a bunch of recruiters. That's all it is. It's a big Amway pyramid scheme. Uh, yeah. and, and so the credibility that the Icon Award gives producers, which is, again, five, six, maybe even certain markets, 10 times the field, that I think gives a tremendous amount of credibility. So for all the haters that say, oh, it's just a bunch of yahoos and a bunch of you know uh, uh, recruiters and they don't produce, I'm saying here, we're number two behind a... 600 person Keller Williams office in San Antonio. This has been around a very long time. I mean, EXP is second in the marketplace. Uh, and, and so, and we'll, we'll, we might reel them in this year. We'll see as we continue to grow. So the, the credibility that comes with that, it, I think goes a long way. Absolutely. If you, if you leverage it, if you do it right, which I'm still trying to figure that part out, but I'm working on it. It's, it's tough. It's because there's no perfect master plan, right? No, no. But and it's, it's different for everyone and their own brand. And it's cool, though, that you have the bones. Like, I like to refer to EXP as a skeleton, right? You've got the bones to build the structure, build your character however you want it to. Mm -hmm. uh, you can make the giant as big or as small and boutique as you'd like. And that's, that's the beauty of it. It really is. You can scale it. You can be a sole practitioner and mm -hmm. do a deal or two a month or three or four. You can leverage your, your sponsor for transaction coordination and things like that until you get to a point where you've got enough volume that bringing it in-house is more, uh, it makes more sense. I'm, I'm old school, so I wanna see everybody. I wanna walk by. I still like my folders on, on for my appointments. Uh, I, I'm the last guy in our office that's gone paperless. I just haven't gotten there yet. Uh, <laughs> and it's funny, because as soon as I bring a folder back, they turn around and scan everything into it and put it in, uh, put in the cloud and I'll three months later, I'll say, Hey, I'm going back to see those people. Can I have my folder back? Oh, okay. We got to reprint the whole thing. Cause the old man, the old man still wants to hold it in his hand. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but you can, you, but you can build a great business and you can build and everybody's got different circumstances in their life and different opportunities and advantages and disadvantages. People take care of their folks or take care of their kids, or maybe they got the spousal support. Maybe they don't. So you can you can build it, and I think EXP recognized that there's a whole lot of people that do five or six deals a year, and that's okay. Uh, you but you couldn't survive at other the big brands. You got to be a little bitty boutique or a mom and pop, 
but there's very few places for that person to go. And none of those people have any of the infrastructure service or support that EXP does. So for the small independents, uh, it's amazing. And then the, the ability to scale it as much as you want. I mean, we, I watched the Franklins go from, you know, I was probably at 140, 150 million. They were probably at 175. They're over 500 million now. They might get to a billion. I mean, they have just taken it to a whole nother level. And I'm just choking on their dust. They're so far over out ahead of me. I can't even catch up with them now. But but they've just really built it out the way you should do it. They've taken advantage of the attraction, the stock, all the aspects of it. Absolutely. No. Uh, and I just love all the great things that you've pointed out about EXP and, you know, your upline, obviously, and uh, the things that you're excited about being here and the 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 level that you still have to grow and strive for, right? Um, of course, it's going to be hard to catch up to those guys. Right. But um, you got to set goals and you got to set them higher. Otherwise, you're always settled for the little goals and the little little success. And um, I respect that about you, Dayton. You know, you may be choking on their dust, but you're still on their tails. Everybody's got to play their own game. And everybody's got other advantages, disadvantages, opportunities, skills, mm-hmm. uh, characteristics. Everybody's got to play their own game and not get too caught up in, well, they're doing this, so they're for. You know what? Right. If it works for you, great. If you if If things line up. There's no, there's no cap. That's the beautiful thing about it is uh, at some point, somebody's going to blow past them and as great as they are, uh, they're going to have a great run for a long time. And then there's going to be some other hot shot that figures it out. That takes all the things that they did and takes a little bit more to it and, and gets to the next level. And, and that's the beauty of this is that one of the, the, the 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 advantage of being in the country that we live in and then in the in aligning with this brand it just creates a, abundant opportunities <laughs> absolutely and Dayton we are coming up on 30 minutes I've asked you all the questions it's been an awesome episode is there anything you'd like to leave the listeners with as we wrap up today I, I think you got to decide what you want I'm a big reader and in Atomic uh, Habits, it says you're only as good as your processes and your adherence to those processes. So if your process is good, but you don't stick to it, that's mm-hmm. going to be a problem. And so to really do well, you got to be super intentional about that. And then in Raving Fans, it says know what you want. So figure out what you want your business to look like. Know what your customers want. And then only work with people who want what you want. Right. And then deliver plus one. So. I'm a big reader. Um, I, I would encourage anybody. Would, at this point in your life, it's it's who you hang out with and what you put into your mind is going to make all the difference in the world. So uh, I would, if, if this is your job and your career, and I think it's a noble profession, uh, put your head down, do your work, play big, and it's ama- It's 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 amazing. I've never been. I never dreamed we'd get like this or or have these opportunities. It's been phenomenal. I love that. Well, Dayton, congratulations on all your hard work paying off, becoming an icon agent, and to iconing many more times from now. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join me on the Icon Podcast today, and I will hopefully be catching up with you soon at ExpCon or Shareholders coming up quick. Excellent. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Of course, Dayton. Thank you for your time. Have a great day. You bet. Bye-bye.
This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistance and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.